Recording in progress. Recorded podcast here, joined with another familiar voice, uh, familiar person. The merch we got the grateful merch on when we release the audio. Go get you some. Where can they go get that at? They can go at district2apparel.com. Okay, you heard first district2apparel.com. Um, I'm here with my boy G Merrick, he's not. New to this, he's true to this, he's been on a few times, man. I would encourage you to go back and listen to, I think he's on two or three podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I think would encourage you to go back and listen to it. Be a great listen for you. Now, the new format I've been having lately is called Two Good and One Great, where you say two good things and one great thing about your week. So I'll start it off just to give you an example. Uh, Two good is that... Um, I had a short week because I was out of town, so that was good. And then when I was at work and stuff like that, it was uh, pretty peaceful, so that was good. And the great thing was I got to spend time with the wifey. I was near the beach, woke up to the beach on Monday morning, so that's always a plus. Mm -hmm. So that's my two good and one great. Tell me about yours, sir. I have to say my two goods is uh well almost uh well the week this week went by pretty quick it seemed like for me um usually they kind of drag but this week it it, it went flew by like it's it's end of the week now let's you know, go into the weekend but uh, that was a good also you know another good was actually seeing my daughter play yesterday uh basketball uh, her first game, she was nervous, and she did pretty good. So I'm um, looking forward to see what she does as as the season continues. And the great uh, is uh, being able to wake up to my wife this morning. That's a great thing, you know what I'm saying? So, Amen. To uh, faithful, happy, happily married men. Yeah. Ain't too many of those, man. You know the world portrays a whole <laughs> different light of married men and marriage and everything so it's uh refreshing to have that um now you might get kicked off the podcast depending on this question and how you answer it so it's good that you were here while you were here uh we're gonna start off with um please tell the world about your harry potter hate so the other harry potter people can put espeliamus or spectrum patrono it's not harry potter hate i just have not it just interest me. It had an interest in me since I was young. My mom bought me all the books. They collected dust. I never did read them. Uh, I never did watch the movies. What the fuck is that? In previous form, it just nothing jumped out at me to say, hey, gee, you gotta watch this. Like, it, I don't know, it just hadn't done that. Now my son, he's been asking, can we watch them? So maybe we'll plan to have like a movie marathon day, but it's, I've just never been into it. Well, um, I think that's unfortunate that you've never been into it. Um, I think it's a travesty. Uh, it's kind of Christmassy. We're recording stuff earlier now because we're getting on a whole new vibe with this recorded podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, but Harry Potter is just, I mean, it's just cool. It's just different. But I have realized certain things, like, when you miss it, you miss it sometimes. Like, I've been trying to get into Star Wars, and I never mm. really watched it. Yeah. But, like, that's blasphemous. That'll get me kicked <laughs> off of somebody's podcast. You know, it's like, oh, you don't like that? Well, I don't like you. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, life happens. But 
man, Harry Potter is just kind of crazy. You know, it's crazy right now because I think they're trying to cancel the director. <laughs> like, oh, well, the writer, J.K. Rollins, like, she says stuff about trans people and it just was like, oh, I think on HBO Max they're doing a reunion and, like, she's not in it. The creator of the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, you're not invited, though. No. Um, note, note to self, uh, don't get yourself canceled, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. last song you listened to that you could remember that you felt a vibe from the last song i listened to um would probably be it's a lecrae and 1k few song off the new album called blockhead and uh the beat is crazy they just released this project today um i listened to it on the way over here and uh it's a uh, it's a vibe it's definitely got that atlanta atlanta feel to it and uh it kind of almost had like certain sounds in there make you make it sound like an old like Lil Wayne uh, beat or something like that off the block is hot or something like that. It was you know it was pretty dope. And that's what you know the game has been missing. You know the vibes and that. That's why you know I also part of new trying to get segments and different things. It's just like music just take us back to a time or give us a good feeling, man. But also, man. Another thing I'll remember, man. Do you remember the AM1 mixtape and how crazy, uh, yes. how crazy it was? Can I do. Because I was one of those people that was watching the video all the time or try to go to the, the shoe store just to get that and then try to go outside and practice these moves and bust them out in the neighborhood, in the driveways, or at school, you know what I'm saying? I was I was that dude trying to bust out those moves, man. At, uh, hot Sauce. I got a chance to actually meet Hot Sauce, man. Um, I was working at school, and he came there. It was like a teachers versus uh, students game, and he was on the students team, and that was actually something off my bucket list to actually play against Hot Sauce or play with Hot Sauce. And, that, that was cool, man. Just because uh, I, you know, growing up, you know, of course, Allen Iverson had a braids, but, you know, I was a darker skinned dude, so I was just trying to be like hot sauce out there. Um, yeah, man, that was good times right there in one mixtapes. And I know it had to be so annoying for dudes just trying to play like a pickup game, like older dudes. Just <laughs> like, I'm going to take the ball, I'm going to throw it under my shirt, then I'm going to spin it around, then I'm going to try to bounce it off your head. Hopefully, this doesn't start a fight. Like, yeah, it was man. just like, it was just a really a craze, man. It was just a really good time. I was listening to a podcast today, uh, No Skips, um, comes on Spotify. It talks about like classic albums and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they were talking about the M1. They said, you know, the guy at the Foot Action or the Foot Locker was trying to tell his dad, like, you have to buy something with the M1 mixtape. And he's like, why can't I just buy the tape? And it just reminded me about how crazy it was. Yeah. And and I think a picture surfaced. This week, I think, of the N1 stars from that mixtape. And that volume three was the classic one. Mm. That just, like, it introduced hot sauce. And when hot mm. sauce came in the game, it just changed everything, man. And I'm like, even Shan, you know, my wife, she remembers, like, I remember all them dudes just wanting to watch the N1 mixtape. And it's just crazy because it's like, it came in real hard, but it seemed like it went away real fast. It did. It was they used like, to have the TV show and everything, and I used to watch that and get inspiration from it. After I finished watching it, immediately I tried to go, go outside. And yeah, it, and it was just so crazy because it was just like, I remember before the mixtape came out, I remember in Foot Locker, it was always like the guy with no face. Right. And like, you know, you could see like, oh, well, it have little sayings on it yeah. and stuff. So I was like, oh, man, like, this ain't one, that's cool. Like, I like it or whatever. But then when the mixtape came out, uh, 
I don't know, we we were even in middle school or like just beginning of high school when it came out, and it was just never the same. Yeah. There were, were streets of basketball and, I mean, the old heads, I know they probably hated it. <laughs> I know they hated it. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm just trying to play a game here. And y'all yeah. are like. Nah, you don't get all these tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Another thing that I feel like is unfortunate for us, I, I recorded another podcast. I don't know, that might be a Lost Tapes with Shan. I didn't really like the way the audio came out. But we talked about, like, did we have the worst fashion? don't see the like big old clothes I think just the size of clothes I don't think that will ever come back like uh, big tees and I mean I see I see the well maybe for forces came back forces came back but I, I, I kind of see big t-shirts coming well more so on women they were like the, the bigger t-shirts and stuff like that with the they kind of wear like a dress yeah, or something, yeah, something like, like that, that. yeah but, um, yeah, that, that 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 fashion there. I don't know. I don't know. I think it? every generation kind of had like your style or whatnot, but we had <laughs> we had some stuff. And I just feel like this is not right that if we had the worst one though, because even like getting out of school, like out of high school, then like the skull thing became a big oh, thing, yeah, and like, like party like a rock star. star. Yeah, all that. And I was just up. like, oh my god, like. That's why I had to ask. I was like, did we really this like the eighties had cool stuff? I mean the stuff was tight, but then yeah. I mean the stuff started getting tight again. So and then you bell bottom jeans, people like that and stuff. Well, I guess well if you think about the seventies, bell bottoms was like cool, but nothing else probably from the seventies was cool. So like nothing else from our generation is coming back except for forces. That's <laughs> it. Like and it's just like it's so disgusting, like when I seen like the punk rock white kids or something with dirty Air Forces, it was like blasphemous. Like, why are these dirty and bent up like that? And then like, after I seen them wearing, I seen all the kids, but the young black kids, they'll wear like clean ones. Yeah, I was like, okay, ones. I guess I'm kind of okay with it because it's not a trend to, for them to be completely dirty. Yeah, yeah. Cause like when I seen that and I just thought it was weird. Cause I was like, it's like, like a normal, like white girl, like she seemed like she wasn't too into hip hop or nothing like that. So it was just kind of weird for me. I was like, what the heck? Why is she wearing dirty forces? And then it became a thing. So that was funny. That was really a good time though. But I don't know, man. The whole uh, forces thing is just something that'll always be near and dear to my heart. But our fashion, I think, was just the worst. Yeah. It <laughs> I don't know if it was the the worst, but it it definitely when you look back on it now, it definitely make you want to laugh because oversized t-shirts, everybody had the white tees, um, you know. Cause if you look at the Nucky V Bug video, they look so rough too. And I think they said like in that video they were like in tenth or eleventh grade, and I think everybody felt like that energy from Nucky. Yeah. Cause I remember like I think I was in like eleventh grade or something when Nucky V Buck came out. I was like, dang, this song is hard. But I was in California, mm -hmm. but and they felt young. They felt like they were younger. Yeah. Like they weren't older people. It felt like they was in high school. So if they really were, that's like different and cool, man. But unfortunately for us, man, I, I think the verdict is out. Like we we probably yeah, had the worst fashion, the worst man. Fashion. Uh, man. It's just it's real unfortunate, but you know. O three to O five. Oh, life goes on. Life goes on, man. So what do you think the difference between G Merrick from 25? You are like me. You are I said you. I said you. You know you. You know you. Yeah, I think I'm writing a love song. Haven't been up this early in so long. And I can feel a joy all knowing all on your boy. And I can feel your presence is such a wonderful blessing. Yeah. To now.
Like, I guess 10 years. Because, like, I guess at 25, for me, I was about to get married. Uh, I was still insecure about a lot of stuff. I still didn't want to speak up about a lot of stuff I felt was wrong. And a real people pleaser and unsure about life and still trying to figure it out and, like, kind of desperate. Like, I'm feeling kind of old at 25, which is crazy now mm. to think about. Like, I wanted to have my life figured out by 25, and I just wasn't there. But me now, I've learned that I got to be patient with myself. I've learned that I do have to set boundaries in my life with people. I got to speak up. I got to do certain things. So what do you think is the biggest difference between you now versus 10 years ago? I think the big difference is I guess I kind of know more of myself. Um, even though I'm still trying to find myself, I kind of know myself more. Um, I mean, 10 years ago, I it was in a headspace physically and mentally of probably dying. Because uh, that's uh, 2012, that's coming up to, on that year mark when I got diagnosed for that first time. So that's, you know, my headspace was in a whole different, you know, than I am with young kids, uh, you know, small kids, and uh, trying to think, like, where are we going to go from here, or am I going to be around for them, or whatnot, but still also trying to think about, you know, providing and stuff like that, so that kind of just takes a, a toll on, you, on yourself like that, man. But um, I think I think there's a lot of growth, too, as well since then. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, it's just, you know, and I, you know, I think, like, that's why I love so much about, like, Malcolm X and, like, I mean, what the Nation of Islam is teaching and stuff like that is, like, knowledge itself. And then New York is big on, like, you know, we're gods and kings and queens mm -hmm. and, like, just, but the knowledge itself part is, like, the biggest thing, like, every religion, every situation club group is going to have controversies but i think the biggest thing they taught is knowledge itself is like you have to find you and what makes you tick yeah. what makes you happy what makes you sad and what can you do to live the fullest life while you're here because yeah. our time is very limited that's like the trickiest thing like you can't guarantee a lot of things but we guarantee we're gonna leave this place at some point yeah. So while we here, we can't be too down on ourselves or waste too much time being unproductive because, I mean, it could be over today, be over, tomorrow, yeah. whenever, you know? So it's like, whatever you do, just like this podcast, just like your music, it's like, we really gotta do it for the love. That's sponsored by our Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> you really gotta do it for the love because, I mean, you'll be here today, gone tomorrow, so. I think, you know, the reason why I bring that up is because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that and be gentle with themselves because, like, you'll be a totally different person and nine times out of ten you'll be a better person mm -hmm. later on in life. But, I mean, in them stages in your life, you'll think, like, uh, everything's going bad, it can't get any better, yeah. and then now you look at where you're at now, you're homeowners and traveled and different great experiences that you could not ever imagine 10 right. years ago. 10 years ago, you like, oh, everything's going bad yeah. and it's never gonna go good and this and that. And I think it's just important that we just gentle with ourselves and keep that, that marathon mentality like that. You know, like the marathon is just like, man, when Nipsey Hussle was preaching, it just is always a part of me. I definitely want to have like a tattoo of it and just certain reminders. Yeah, too. I draw checkered flags all the time as reminders because it just shows you like that this thing of life is literally a marathon. Like it can be like, you know, you're running fast out the gate then you get a little tired, then you get your speed back and then you keep going. And then the marathon is like a lot of people could possibly quit. But mm -hmm. are you going to quit? Because right. a marathon... Um, it take people hours to run sometimes like four hours or something crazy to run a whole marathon it's like 12 miles 13 something ridiculous and like 
in that time, you're going to want to quit so bad, but are you going to keep that marathon mentality yeah. of knowing that, like, I didn't get there fast, but I got there. I got there. It, I yeah. yeah, a lot of people, when they run marathons, they run for a cause or something. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to do a marathon. You got to train for yeah. it, for sure. I definitely want to do one to give that feeling and to run for a cause mm -hmm. to keep me going, like, right. when I want to give up, when it's... My wind is messed up, my legs is tired, I'm tired. I don't have to do it. I want to keep that marathon yeah. mentality. What does the marathon mean to you? Rose in the great pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it. He frustrated so he get faded. Like deep down inside he know you can't fade him. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? Marathon to me means everything. I mean, the marathon, that mentality is constantly saying, keep pushing, keep going. Like, no matter what, even though, you know, you may not feel like doing anything at that time or feel like going towards your goals, you know what I'm saying? You get minor setbacks from negative thoughts and stuff that constantly make you just want to stay stagnant. But, you know, you think about that and you think about certain journeys and how the growth that people, you know, go through or where they started off at and where they're at now, it's all because, all because of that marathon mentality. When you think about, you know, these great athletes and stuff like that, like a MJ or LeBron or Kobe, you know what I'm saying? They had like a certain mentality about them is uh, keep going. They didn't just, you know, all right, I won this championship, and then now, like, I'm content. They're like, no, they still have this thing, like, burning inside of them. Like, they're not, it's like something that's, like, you're not never satisfied. Like, you're like, you got to keep going, got to continue to get better, make other people around you better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that's bigger than yourself and, you know, something that you kind of want to be, uh, want to be contagious is the marathon mentality of keep, keep going, man. Yeah, because, like, Kobe, you know, I'm watching Kevin Garnett on, in his documentary, or he was on a podcast, um, Million Dollars Worth of Game with Gillian Wallow, and he was talking about, like, Kobe just always had that confidence, even after, like, I watched the documentary on Kobe a long time ago, and he got in a playoff game and shot two straight air balls, like, towards, in the fourth quarter, and it was like, Kobe Bryant, we all know the end result, and yeah. rest in peace to Kobe. Um, but, you know, it's just like, that could have really shaped him, like, I don't really want the ball, like yeah. that, like, you know, but he just never had that mentality, and, um, also, with that being said, is being true to yourself, because what Kevin Garnett said is that everything Kobe did was like Jordan, he cut his hair, mm -hmm. he used to stick his tongue out, he used to do this, he used to do that, and, like, it was like trying to imitate Jordan, but he said when he seen him again, that's when he grew the fro, he started rapping, he started yeah. doing these things, he started being himself. And when he was himself, he was just so comfortable with, like, himself. And, you know, like, that was just amazing that, you know, in life, I think a lot of us is being shaped to become our true selves, but it takes time. And unfortunately, some people never reach that true self form. They're always trying to be somebody else or follow a trend or this or that, they never get that knowledge itself. They never find that, you know, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's just like, you know, but the greats, like you said, like, and, and then you have to have, like, almost like a delusional confidence in yourself. And I think that's what a lot of us lose is that we don't have confidence in ourselves. Yeah. You know, you got to have that, like, the greats have this, like, I'm the greatest. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm the yeah. best. Like, I eat, sleep, shit, this, yeah. greatness. Like, they feel that way, so. And you gotta make yourself, you know, a part of that. Cause I know, you know, many of us, like myself, and you know, I deal with confidence and stuff like that. And I always think about like a, uh, a J. Cole lyric when uh, he said, uh, the lack uh, of confidence. No, uh, what he said, um, uh, he said, a lack of confidence. I'm on the bench, won't let me fly, or something like that. It was on uh Yeah, I know Kendrick have a, um, a one like that, too. 
But I mean, those guys are like, yeah. those are why they're so relatable and they stick around so long because they're true to themselves. They come out when they want to be seen yeah. and they make music for other people feeling that way. And that's what I definitely want to do. Like this podcast and stuff is just an outlet that's different. And you didn't heard all the same topics all week from different yeah. podcasts talking about the same exact topic. Like I want this to be a release. It's usually tragic stuff that is big headlines. So I just want this to be like a peaceful, yeah. cool place, man, to get your mind off of something, man. I, I started another segment, man, uh, like a flower segment. I see that trend happening a lot now where people is giving flowers and showing people love while they still living. And one thing that I wanted to point out, and it was crazy because I was telling you before we started that Nas started his podcast mm -hmm. and his first guest was his brother. And I always, you know, one day I'm going to shoot a documentary about the relationship between him and his brother because it's always been like really good. Yeah. And he always has his brother by his side. Yeah. I don't work this hard to be around people I don't like. Uh, yeah. Gotta be a special type nigga to deal with my life. Gotta be a special type nigga to feel what I write. Special like my classics. Special like my listeners who have attachments. You know, they lost their mom together. They always been together. And I think they probably had a falling out, but they always came back and they always looked out. And I just think that's something great, and especially from a brother. His brother hyped him up. You know, his brothers told him at a young age, like he was like five and Nas was older and he was like, you the greatest. That's the mm -hmm. greatest rap I've ever heard. And that's when rap is new, it's not mainstream. And he just was like, and I think a story needs to be told and I'm gonna be the one to tell it <laughs> about. That's what's up, Speak you know. That yeah, man, that's gonna happen, man. I give me two, three years, uh, but that story of like him and his brother, man, his brother Jungle, is just like, you know, like he always believed in his brother. He always hyped him up. He always told him he was the greatest. And Nas always reflected that love back that like, this is my brother. Like I take him everywhere I go. He's a part of everything I do. And you know, you don't, you know, especially in the black community, you don't hear too much of that. Like it's, an easy thing, but a hard thing for people to just show love and yeah. like even with family, those be the worst people sometimes. Yeah. And for you know Jungle to be so supportive and Nas to show that love back and not be like the high-ranking asshole. Like I'm the one who made it. What did you do? Yeah. It's just like a beautiful, beautiful thing. So that's my flower segment, the positive segment. Shout out to Nasir Jones and his brothers. Jungle Jones, man. Quality over quantity. Yeah. And it's also happening, I see now in podcasts where everybody has a podcast. And like, some people are good. Like, Nas' podcast is good. I think it's called The Bridge. It's only on Spotify. Um, uh, DJ Khaled, he has one. I think another one. And he talks about like people's journey and how was it to get their first hit, their first million. They play music through it. And if you get the good team, it could be great. But yeah. a lot of people are just getting podcast deals right now <laughs> off of just their name. Yeah, just their I name. mean, and then, and that's what I mean for this topic is like, it's so much quantity, but the quality is just not there. And then you hear about in music streaming farms and like, they make these numbers, this and that. And I even heard on another podcast before, they was talking about like, They'll give you this accolade like in three hours. This has never happened, and yeah. this it's like what? And, and it's just like the music is not there. You could even see it with the big heavy hitters. A lot of people with Donda and like Certified Lover Boy. The critique around it is that like this is not their best work. Mm -hmm. For unfortunately for Kanye West, is like this is way better than the other two projects he did, mm -hmm. but it's still not what they came right, from right. and with drake they feel like they need drake to be more open and vulnerable like they like i mean i've heard this from you yeah. a million times but <laughs> how do you feel about the whole like quality over quantity thing specifically right now and 
industries, even with Netflix and stuff. Like, no disrespect to like Bruised and Holly Berry movie, but it's like, I'm not in a rush to see that. Like, <laughs> if it was in a movie theater, I don't think a lot of people would go see it. But yeah. when you're on a platform that's already there, whoever came up with the one through ten thing on Netflix was a genius. Yeah. Like, because it's like, oh, okay, I guess everybody's watching this. Like, and it's also a mind game of like, everybody's doing this, so I'll do this, even though it might not be that great, but you have people like yourself with your great music or me doing this podcast trying to create something different and fresh, and that doesn't get too much light, but stuff that is just like, oh, we all watching it. Yeah. Like, Tiger King. Like, <laughs> come on, dog. It's just how it's promoted, how it's marketed, but I just think everybody works differently and then i guess the people that need time to uh create their best work you know they're almost depending on who they are you know it's seen as oh they're not doing nothing or they're slacking and stuff so it almost like it's uh put you up against who's coming out with stuff every week and stuff like that if you get caught up into it it make you feel like you're not doing anything but really you're just taking your time just to make sure it's, it's great quality you know what I'm saying? I remember somebody was telling me that, you know, a, a person uh, with consistency weighs out a person with all the talent because, you know, how consistent they are at putting it out. But I just feel like, you know, if you, you know, have that, that talent and you put it all together, man, and you took time on it just to hit all your P's and Q's and everything like that, like, I, I think that's appreciated more, you know what I'm saying, versus just like, and we just throw this out. Oh, it's not mixed well. Oh, it's not, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, edited well and stuff like that. It's just kind of just thrown out there. And folks can tell that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. when you're not really spending time on it. You know, it come from the generation where, you know, you get the Usher album, you know what I'm saying, you get My Way, you know what I'm saying. You didn't get 8701, like, the next year. Two you waited, years. You, know, you waited a while for that, you know what I'm saying? So when it did come out, you're like, oh, man, I'm waiting for I should have dropped something else. You know what I'm saying? It just, and you can live with it longer. Yeah. Like, now, you know, you could like a newer artist, but they come out so often or so quick that mm -hmm. you'd be like, I didn't even get a chance to live with this other one. Yeah. You know, you just dropped, like, nothing gives a chance to marinate and right. prosper anymore. Everything is just like so quick and you know like we was talking before i understand that people want to see you they want to be visible mm -hmm. like you provide a joy for people they want to see what's going on like we live in an era of oversharing but you gotta just you know work in a way you have to overshare i guess now until you get to the j cole and kendrick <laughs> part like i mean I think what three weeks ago they seen Kendrick for the first time and like yeah, doing a concert or forever. Yeah. Like I mean, he doesn't pop out. Beyonce, I'll post a picture right now at like ten o'clock at night, and mm -hmm. nobody's really paying attention like that. And she just she doesn't pay attention to like you know you need to drop at nine, twelve, and three because that's when the most people are on. like I'm make the bruise because I've been there. I put in the work and like. She's definitely like a super inspiration and stuff because like I always tell the story of like Paul Wall remembering like them being in Houston and mm -hmm. them being booed and he's like, dog, these are people from our town yeah. and they being booed and like Beyonce being in a group and grinding there and grinding, grinding, grinding until she got on her own and then even when she first came out, it was like, you know, I'm making music that I like and it's cool, but it's later on when she tapped into her blackness. She tapped into different things she's always wanted to get. And I think, you know, just for us, it's just we got to work on the marketing. We got to work on the content. We got to kind of be out there and we got to just keep things going because people like that. We live in that era now. Yeah. And, you know, just like going to work every day, we have to do what we have to do until we can do what we want to do so yeah. we have to be more visible we have to put out quality stuff but kind of mix it in with the quantity because that's what people want right now yeah. so that's just the tricky part of this lifestyle now but i think you know i think even with cancel culture it seemed like it was like one person say anything you automatically cancel but now 
it's like people weeded out a little bit more now than when it first happened. Mm -hmm. When it first popped off, anybody said one thing about you, you was mm -hmm. out of there. Now you got people that is like logically thinking like, did he really do that? Or <laughs> if he was 16 at the time, do we still hold him to that? Yeah. Do we? I think now we're more logical and I think right now podcast space music like we're gonna live in an era where it's quantity right now but maybe a year or two from now it's gonna get back to that quality like because you know me and um shan talk about it all the time like what are their artists that they're gonna look back at like oh man i could live with this music forever yeah ain't gonna be too many of them <laughs> you know because they sign a lot of young street dudes that's either gonna go to jail or die. Like this era has seen more of their celebrities and stars die. Like yeah. the past 10 years, it's like, Biggie and Tupac, we were still talking about that, but you know, past 10 years, it's been a lot of people yeah. that like were at their height. Even like the great Nipsey Hussle, the people we love like that died like in the streets or go to jail. So it's just, I don't know, man, it's kind of crazy, but hopefully we'll get back to that quality because that quality is what lasts forever. Yeah. You want that fine wine kind of vibe. You don't want that Pop-Tart microwave. Microwave. Nah. Quick, you know. Nah, man, you, you don't want. But, Something you can eat off of for a while. Yeah, yeah, but in, in that creative process, man, like, how hard is it not to get down on yourself? Because it's it's hard and it's real, you know, because, you know, being a man and yeah. getting older and all these things, and especially for you having children, like, how hard is it not to get down on yourself? Man, it, it, it's really hard not to get down on yourself. I mean, you just think about, like, man, all right, I'm getting older. Like, should I still be doing this or trying to pursue this? Or maybe I should be trying to look into furthering a different career or something like that. Should I be focusing in more on, you know, you know, my kids, uh, building their stuff, which I, I do do that, but it's almost like, like I, I kind of need something to kind of keep my uh, headspace going and stuff like that. Like, I think I'm going to always be dreaming, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. What the age is now, I'm not not gonna stop dreaming. I just think I'm that person that's just gonna always be dreaming or being some type of creative. You know what I'm saying? If I make it to 90 years old, I'm still gonna be dreaming about something or doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just I remember one cat I used to go to school with. He was like, "Man, Greg, you probably gonna be 90 years old in a wheelchair, still rapping." He's just like, you know what I'm saying? He just kind of felt like, you know, it's just there. And I always felt like my talent would take care of my family in some kind of way. So, you know, I still feel like that. Um, whenever that does come, I just gotta keep pursuing what I'm doing. And uh, just knowing that, going back to the whole marathon thing, you know, take for tech, brick by brick, you know, building this whole thing. And I also think it's important for um, my kids to see that, you know what I'm saying? Just to say like, hey, you know, you know, dad could have gave up a long time ago, but he's still doing music. It doesn't matter, you know, if you making it for, you know, one person or a whole bunch of people. It's just like he truly, you truly enjoy doing something, you know, you just do it. It's just kind of like something you don't, you know, get caught up in like, well, nobody's going to listen to it. Well, I made this for me, you know what I'm saying? And and then it turns out you made it for somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I was like, shoot, I made this for myself, but I'm glad you, you know, enjoyed it. That's just kind of like how it goes. You never know, you know, why you're doing a podcast. You might be doing it for yourself or to get your thoughts and uh, dreams out there. And then, like, oh, somebody else that feel and think the same way, and then it kind of helps them out, and, you know. So I think what we're doing is just bigger than us. It, you know, it helps as well as other people, you know, that may come in contact with our arts, man. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, you gotta be patient with yourself. It's like, you know, the worst relationship and the worst abuser of you is you. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, it's just like you are very hard on yourself. It's like 
you become the parent that is just like too strict and too judgy and yeah. too demanding and too expecting you become that person in your head to yourself and i think it's important for all of us to not become that person to be patient to like you know and also you got to be your biggest fan you have like hey man hey reg you did that hey great you did that man like you did really good hey reggie i'm proud of you hey reggie i love you I'm, you got to do these things to reassure yourself like i'm headed in the right direction i'm doing good and like the things you want people to say to you, say it to yourself. Because, yeah. I mean, you got to be your own biggest cheerleader. And just that patience part is that, like, nothing that's really worth having is going to come easy. Mm. And for most people, like you said, the consistent person is the one that's going to make it. Because it's like, if I keep doing podcasts, networking podcasts, getting guests, doing this, doing that, like, I remember when Clubhouse was invite only. I got a Clubhouse invite because somebody that I had on the podcast before was like, hey, this may be good for you just simply because I do a podcast. I ain't get no money from the podcast, not too many listens, but just from doing the podcast, you see somebody, you know, come on and like, they like, hey. And then even like I seen them take a snippet from my podcast and use it. Shout out Toya. Go check that out. Um, you know, she uh, posted it. Now you did the artwork for it, and and you know, you also gotta have a team. You gotta be willing to ask for help. Yeah. Cause getting down on yourself is like you getting down on yourself. But if you have a team, when one is down, the other ones are up, and we can all come together. We yeah. can you know talk about this and feel better about it. So just don't get too down. Be patient with yourself, and don't become that ugly parent or person in your life to yourself because it's yeah. enough people trying to bring you down every day anyway oh, yeah. yeah it's so important man but i'm really thankful man for you and rachel and y'all friendship throughout the years and you know it's been great we did a lot of stuff together we've been highs lows together it's just been fun you know my birthday we seen j cole forest hill drive yeah. on my actual birthday yeah. RIP to the concerts. They slowly coming back, but it's unfortunately after Travis Scott stuff, rest in peace to those people, things like that, like it just is not gonna feel the same yeah. for a while with COVID, with that Travis Scott. So like things are just not gonna feel the same. So those experiences and that's what life is. Like we can go buy a car and a house and this, but like what can return that feeling of like on my birthday yeah. we were out there yeah. having the time of like there's no car i could drive or nothing i could do only another experience a cooler one that we are yet to make can top these things yeah. so i'm just really thankful for you guys man you have a beautiful wife you lucky to you know i found that you know because a lot of people don't find that yeah. you know most of all like i think both of our wives are like top supporters and nurturers because yeah. you know i think both of us share that we could get down on ourselves pretty hard like damn man this is not going like why is it not going i know i'm a good person i know i do good things i know i got quality why and i think they reassure us like i i believe in you i know you're good yeah. or even if you do nothing i still enjoy your company if anything else so just really thankful for you guys, man, and y'all relationship, man, yeah, and man. kids and everything. Definitely mutual, you know what I'm saying? I love you, you know what I'm saying? And the whole, whole family, whole team, man. Because um, y'all have been great supporters, great um, friends, family, man. Y'all have just been there, you know, like forever, it seems like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a, it's a whole family aspect now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, uh, just grateful for y'all, man. It's just, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, yeah, man, God is definitely, you know, they put people in your life, man, for a reason, and I definitely feel like he placed y'all in, you know, our lives and, you know, how they come about with, you know, them meeting each other and then, you know, us becoming best friends. So I just think that's uh, 
it's a, a dope dynamic. Yeah. How that come about, so. <laughs> yeah, I just can't wait to build on it and grow and just look back at old episodes, old things we did. And, you know, even, you know, what motivates me is seeing uh, the Grateful Freestyle video. Like, we literally went out there and just yeah. shot something. Yeah. I was like, oh, the drone shot things, like these speaking to existing thing, yeah. and it just happened. It just and happened. it's just like, that's what we got to remember when yeah. we're getting down on ourselves and stuff. It's like, when you go try to make it happen, yeah. make it happen. Make but it happen. If you sit in the woe is me, if you sit in the nothing's ever going to happen, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen, but you just got to keep trying. And the main thing is just do it for the love, man. I put a sticky note on the refrigerator, create out of love, because we're always looking to get bailed out financially or this mm. or that, but somebody with all the money is like very depressed and down and can't trust That's nobody. True. Versus somebody just living okay, and they were surrounded by a lot of love and stuff like that. So we just got to keep going, man. My positive ended with um, my positive thought going into this week for people is this, man. Just to count the blessings of what you have and look back at the things you've done before and use that as fuel and motivation to go forward, like listen to your old music for yourself, man. Listen to the Grateful Tape. Listen to your oldest thing to the latest thing you did and watch the growth and see it in different videos, different merchandise ideas, different things you did, man. Y'all go listen to the Grateful Tape and everything else from G Merrick, man. That's at G Merrick, at G-M-E-R. Yo, I lost range, sorry. <laughs> go ahead, you finish it, man, because... This is going to be a great blooper for me. I can't wait to edit it. <laughs> to follow all the music by me, you can look me up on Apple, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter at G-M-E-R-I-Q. That's G-Merrick. Uh, Grateful Tate, listen to that. And uh, get the, the merch. Forever Grateful. You know, we're trying to keep this this thing going with the grateful, I'm, I'm going to carry it out as long as I can just to keep that positivity out there. We got to stay grateful of where we're at. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people want to be in a different place. I wish they were further along of where they think they should be at, but you got to be grateful first of what you have, where you're at now, and I think Everything else will follow as long as you're putting in the work. And, uh, yeah, man. All right. We leave it out of here. Speaking to existence, what do you expect for yourself, I guess, the progress for this year? What What do you want to speak into existence? Um, I want to speak into existence that I will find that, um, I will find that uncontrollable confidence and fire, uh, inspiration to just create some awesome music and just put it out in the world. And yeah, man, that's that's why I want I want the well, most importantly, just the confidence part first, and then I think everything else will follow. And this is recorded. Go finna
legendary like the back of my jersey say 24 truly is born out of eighth of january blessed to see another 24 praying that he keep giving more let the dress hang symbol with the rope i'm so high i might never land got me feeling like a mini york got me feeling like a mini york gotta do it b-i-t i started with a dream like martin luther k-i-n-g you know what that mean Are you willing to risk it all? Pick up the phone when you get the call. Know it's some women they tip the ball. How can you stand if you never crawl? Yeah. I feel, I feel, I can't, I can't lose. Nothing, nothing left for me to prove. Yeah. Affiliate, inspire and motivate. If we ain't already high enough, yeah, we about to elevate. Yeah. Live your purpose. Let your dreams manifest. Yeah. Keep running a marathon. Time to go get it And everybody not gon' see what you see They can't handle your vision I need unity, not division Yeah, it's the times we live in That's why I'm tryna make every bar Reach and touch their hearts with precision Embrace the journey Just know that none of this will happen overnight As long as your passion forever illuminated Man, nobody could ever dim your light This is the consequence I have a confidence Knowing the living is an accomplishment And realizing your reason for consciousness I take it to your prominence, I promise this Yeah I feel, I feel, I can't, I can't lose. Nothing, nothing left for me to prove. Yeah. Affiliate, inspire and motivate. If we ain't already high enough, yeah, we about to elevate. Yeah. Live your purpose, let your dreams manifest. Yeah. Keep running a marathon until another level.